love is gone, nothing you can do to me won't take me down. You will try. There's nothing wrong, nothing you can do to fail the love of sound. Welcome back to the Nick Broadhurst Show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst. You can catch all of my work, including my music, my music videos, blog posts, and all of these episodes at www.iamnickbroadhurst.com. And if you listen to Spotify, you can catch my music at iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash Spotify, which will take you straight to my artist profile. And of course, you can hear my music on all music platforms, including iTunes. That song you're listening to then is a song called Take Me Down, and you can hear that full song at iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash take me down. And you can also watch the music video there too. It's such an epic music video. It has a huge climax. It's <laughs> it's something which I watch now and I literally pinch myself that we got to make this music video. So please do check it out and share with me on social media using my handle at broadhurstworld what you thought of that music video. It's pretty freaking stunning. So I've been waiting to do this episode at a time when I was feeling the full force of what I'm about to share with you. And if you're not in a relationship right now, don't worry, I will talk about how this applies to you as well. So if you heard my episode yesterday, you will have heard in my voice that there was some pretty serious disconnection between Melissa and I. That's probably an understatement. There was a real lack of unity. And so one day I will definitely do an episode on unity and what I call unity points. But today I'm going to talk about how we got out of that funk and got back the unity just in time for Valentine's Day. So you see, while I kind of just felt that Melissa was being rather irrational. (laughs) I failed to see that she was just seeking unity. The feminine at times can do this by expressing themselves in their full feminine power, which can manifest at times like a lot of emotion, some tears, some anger. But I want you to picture a flag and a flagpole. See, Melissa was the flag in this situation. And the flag was desperately dancing around the flagpole. Me, the masculine, the flagpole. The flag is the feminine. And yes, I was unmoved. I could not be moved by the force of the feminine in this moment. But this is where the masculine can learn to soften more. When the feminine is dancing around crying out for attention, the masculine needs to soften and yield. The masculine needs to lean into what the feminine is wanting to express. Now, (laughs) words don't get you very far. When the feminine is seeking unity, the masculine can come in and try and solve the situation, which is a very masculine trait, by using words, which is what I was trying to do for the past two days. But that, honestly, just doesn't work. So what does work? It's very simple. Action. Taking action works. Now this is the power of the masculine. The masculine can bring in some direction into the situation while remaining warm. This is the strong and warm masculine that I talk about a lot. 
This is the modern masculine model, which I tried to subscribe to, but so often forget. And so while Melissa was seeking unity, I just forgot that I had at my disposal the ultimate tool to unify with her. So what is the ultimate tool? It's making love. If you want love, make love, right? So how did I forget? I mean, in some ways, I'm lucky I did forget because it gave me good content for yesterday's episode. But actually, definitely go back and listen to episode number six. I am nickbroadhurst.com forward slash six, which is called Sex as an Act of Service because it'll give really good context for what I'm talking about today. And the title of today's episode is An Orgasm a Day Will Keep the Divorce Lawyer Away. Let me say that again. An orgasm a day will keep the divorce lawyer away. Now, an orgasm every single day may seem like a pretty high bar. And it's funny because when Melissa and I met, we certainly hit that bar, but I think we gave each other chronic fatigue syndrome because we just couldn't stop. And I can't claim that's the case now in our relationship, but it's a very, very good goal. And the weeks when this does actually happen, right? It's always an incredible week, like a really good week. There is so much unity. There is so much flow. There's so much play. Now, my focus here is not on the male orgasm in this episode. And let's be clear that orgasm and ejaculation are two very different things for men. And personally, I usually aim to only ejaculate once per month to conserve my energy. Don't you love how candid the Nick Broadhurst show is? So good. (laughs) It tends to end up about once per fortnight for me. But that is a whole other topic. It's a whole other episode, which I will definitely dive into. But the orgasm a day I'm talking about here right now is the female orgasm. And I'm not talking about the very quick clitoral orgasm. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a very good place to start. Absolutely, 100%. But I want to open you up to new things, things that take you deeper. And one of the things that can take you deeper than you ever dreamt of in your own sexual explorations, it's something which you can only believe it once you've experienced it, right? And for the female, I believe this is the cervical orgasm. It's something which Melissa had never experienced. And she writes about this in her book, Open Wide, a lot. And again, I'm not going to go into specifics or the mechanics of that in this episode. I can do that another day. But this is the type of orgasm which is very much a spiritual experience. And all of the disharmony that Melissa and I experienced in the past few days literally was visibly washed away in that moment of climax. And there's no amount of talking that could ever, ever deliver the amount of medicine that was delivered in that moment of climax. And I I just love this topic so much because it applies to men so much. It's, It's just extraordinary. So often I have mates come to me and they say that they're having, you know, relationship or marital problems. And actually this happened yesterday. A friend opened up to me and said that his wife has been having affairs for 18 months and that they are separating. And then he went on to say that they hadn't been intimate for 18 months, right? 18 months? I mean, can you guess why 
His wife was looking elsewhere. He wasn't available to her. His work took him away from the home so much that he never created any space for unity. So of course, she's going to go elsewhere. Now, if he had have prescribed a daily dose of O, <laughs> would his wife have gone seeking unity elsewhere? I highly doubt that. So whenever someone's having any relationship issues, I always ask the same question. Not when was the last time you had sex. Not when was the last time you made love. When was the last time you gave your wife an orgasm? It's a very simple question. And I always get dumbfounded looks when I ask this question. And you can guess that pretty much every single time, every single time, what's the answer? The answer is always the same. They actually don't know. They don't remember. And a few years back, I was by the pool in our apartment block and a neighbor, really lovely guy, came up to me and spoke to me about the issues he was having in his marriage. And I was really direct with him. I asked him that question. We had a conversation about masculinity and making love and all these sorts of things. And he forthright went back and took serious action, right? Took serious action. And a week later, I saw him. And this is the funny thing, right? The moment I saw him a week later, we were chatting in the lobby. It was the moment that Melissa came out of the lift on our very first official date. And I grabbed her mid-sentence with this man and literally started pashing her. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. He told me that he put all this into practice and his relationship had never been better. It was like a magic pill. They'd never been happier. And all of their problems had now dissolved and had been replaced with hope and excitement for their future together. And it wasn't rocket science. It was so easy. So what if you don't have a partner? What we want to avoid is becoming divorced from ourselves. Because if we don't have a partner, that doesn't mean we shouldn't be practicing these things. In fact, not having a partner is the perfect opportunity to actually go deep into these things before you do meet your partner. We don't want to become divorced from our own sexuality, divorced from our own sexual power. And there is so much you can do to stay connected with your sexuality. So for women, I would love it if you went out and bought and read Melissa's latest book, Open Wide, A Radically Real Guide to Deep Love rocking relationships and soulful sex because it's very much our journey a journey from discovering all of this stuff and for men i would highly suggest you check out the book the multi-orgasmic man and i will link to all of these in the show notes at broadhurst.world forward slash 32 so if things aren't flowing right now for you in your relationship or even with yourself tune in and ask yourself when was the last time you made deep love. That's how I define deep love, is when you literally have that spiritual experience of orgasm and you reconnect with your true self. When was the last time you did? If it's been a while, maybe today's action is to go home and explore this with your partner or explore it with yourself. So I hope you've enjoyed that. And please do share this with someone. If you know that someone's struggling right now in a marriage or a relationship, 
or even with themselves, please hit the share button and send this to them because I promise you that this very simple philosophy of an orgasm a day, (laughs) and I would, as I said, I would love to hit that bar all the time, but it's not rocket science. Whenever we are a long way off that bar, it's very easy to come back to it. It's very easy to use this as a reminder to get more unity in our relationship. And what yesterday for us was really uncomfortable, today is heaven. And what did I have to do? It's so funny because here we were last night talking it out, talking it out, and I just stopped and thought, hang on, hang on. She's seeking unity. What can I do? What can I bring into the situation? And I just stopped. I just stopped talking and I took action. And the world is a very different place today. The world has a lot more (laughs) color and beauty today than it did yesterday. It was always there. We just didn't see it. So please do share this with someone that you love and please do head into iTunes and leave me a comment and a five-star review because the more people who leave comments and reviews in iTunes, the more people will get to see this podcast. And to me, that would mean the world. So remember, you can get the full show notes at IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash 32. And remember today to look up, see the beauty around you. See the beauty within you. Be gentle with yourself. Be love. Make love. Listen to your intuition. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao. And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.